All right, we're back. All right, welcome to a late night version. <laughs> it's not. Re- it's not like we're recording this at four a.m. It's eleven o'clock, but we're still both. We are exhausted. We are tired. <laughs> we both have worked. Just, um, we decided to record an episode because, um, it was it was kind of big news day. Yeah. Uh. Uh, so essentially, what we will do in this episode is we will kind of discuss, summarize some of the roster moves. Because, I mean, some because of camp, some guys have signed. So we'll get to that. Those moves. I think the last one we talked about was Harry, right? I think. Yep. That was the last one you were on. I don't remember if I did one with Blight Talk City or not. In between, I don't think I did. Speaking of which, we were supposed to record an episode for the deadline, but like he's gone he could, hasn't been able to be able to do it so uh yeah uh that'll come at some point we don't really know <sighs> anyways so we're going to talk about some of the moves we're going to talk about like camp who's been impressive who is deciding to be um who is deciding to put on a mirage again um <laughs> we'll get to that and, uh, we'll talk about uh, we'll talk about the contract situations, slash injury situations, all that st- good stuff. All right, so um, let's see. Uh, I I think kind of the headlining story is uh, Tevin Jenkins is. is we'll bad. we'll hold off on that. We'll oh, we'll okay. start from the beginning. So, uh, Jaquan Brisker signed finally his contract for your deal. Oh yeah, we are behind. We are very behind. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jaquan... I believe. Signed. Let me check. I'm gonna check. I'm gonna check Spotify to see when the last episode date was, cause uh, that's pretty important to timeline stuff. July 14th was the last one. So, essentially, uh, on July 22nd, news came out that Brisker was holding out as he had not signed his rookie contract. Dakota Dozier also underwent torn ACL surgery, so. Uh, with the Brisker, he did eventually sign a four-year deal on the 25th, so just a couple of days after that information. Oh, yeah, and we released Orange Helmets. Oh, yeah, and immediately after, uh, Roquan Smith is is holding out effective immediately. Yeah, and, yeah, so... Uh, well, it's more like a hold-in. He's still showing up to practice. Um, he's, on P- and, he's on PUP yeah. right now, so... Yeah. Well, this I, isn't well, exactly... Whether or not he actually has an injury or not, we don't know. I mean, he he could have an injury. We like either that or he's just placed on pup as this whole situation c- goes out, so he can be with like the trainers and like ramp up for and be conditioned for when he does come back. Yeah, no. Well, this isn't exactly a like holdouts are never good, but this is definitely the right way to do it. If yeah. that makes any sense. Oh yeah, and by the way, Robert Quinn uh, said he never expected to be traded, and he reported. Yeah, um, any player, just assume this, so any player that might have a slight problem with the organization, uh, the uh, mainstream media is going to make it think like they hate it here and they Kaplan, want to leave David immediately. Kaplanel. David yeah. Kaplan, Kaplanel. <laughs> I, I don't know why, but this is the second time that it's happened. And um, Who was the first? Uh, Quinn. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, he doesn't have any problems. Anyway, so, um, yeah, so that's kind of moves. Right before training camp, we signed offensive lineman Michael Schofield, who was uh, I think he was greater than ninth best 
run block or pass blocker last year, which I mean is pretty good. We need some help for Justin Fields on the old line. Orland Park represent. I guess Shufflers is from Orland Park. We have yeah. discovered that. So uh, yeah, yeah. Michael Schofield went to or uh, uh, grew up in Orland Park. Eighty six games starting experience. Did we ask your opinion? I don't think so. Um, <laughs> I mean, look. Okay, I'm not gonna say he's gonna be better than Joe Thomas, but there's a chance. I guess. Uh, and then the next, and then when the day camp began, Riley Reef signed for a twelve point five million dollar one year deal. Uh Reef. It is Reef and not Reed. Reef. Reef. Okay, Riley Reef. <laughs> Anyways, um, we don't want to confuse that. There's a. There's a. Riley, there's a different Riley who has a very similar last name. And all right, anyways, <laughs> so yeah, 12.5 million. Kind of surprised we gave that much money to him, but I mean, I guess he was apparently the best offensive lineman left on the free agency board, even though I've never heard of this dude in my life before now. Um, surprised Treader has not got signed yet. Yeah, I'm surprised. That's actually surprising. Why has he not gotten signed? We should sign him. He can replace Sam Musty for. <laughs> if okay, if we do sign Trey, his, I think they'd move. His Patrick name. Out to God. His name sounds like oh, his name is it literally has a Musty in it. Yeah. <laughs> and just because of that statement, uh, <laughs> oh, no. now has your address. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you're knocking on the door? <laughs> with yeah, with a locker. <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh, he's coming down the basement stairs. Oh no, why? Why you just suddenly popped? <laughs> All right. So, anyways, um, so then, uh, Mr. David Kaplan said that uh, Tevin Jenkins has been having some disconnect with the organization. By the way, there's also been some minor roster moves. Let me. I'll pull while I sit while we talk about this Tevin situation. I'll pull those up. Anyways, Mr. Dave Kaplan said, uh said that uh, Tevin Jenkins is not getting along with the staff, new coaching staff, and particularly offensive line coach Chris Morgan, which uh, was, as we found out, declared false. By uh, my my personal savior. No, 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 no. no. We'll, get, we'll get to him in a minute. We'll get to him in a okay. minute. Okay. I, got, I pulled up some roster moves. So, um, so on PUP was uh, – Sam Kamara and Roquan Smith. Sam Kamara is off that. And on non-football injury was uh, Tajay Sharp, Dane Kruikshank, and Michael Joseph. Kruikshank and Sharp are off that list. I have not seen – oh, no. Uh, Michael Joseph's also off that list. So, yeah. Um, so, we got those guys in back. I feel like Michael Joseph's been here for a while. Yeah, that's what – I'm like, why <laughs> – I'm like Michael. Hasn't Michael Joseph been here since like 2015 or something? Like yeah. what? Like what? It's weird. Like and the, watch, he's gonna have been here since like only 2020, and it's gonna be weird. Michael Joseph and DeAndre Houston Carson, I guess, just uh, they have something on the McCaskies. Although, right? Houston, although Houston Carson was actually good, he's actually yeah. Houston Carson is actually good. That's why he stayed. <laughs> All right, I'll get to him in a minute. I heard Taji Sharp had a pretty good practice today. Um, Vilas has been lighting it up a lot. Yeah, recently, he's day to day though now. So is uh. We'll we'll get to the wide receiver. We'll get to that dilemma because uh, even the field area, I guess, went down with a uh, if, what is called a significant injury today. 
if if you thought we were screwed before, it it could get really bad really quick. Yeah. Anyways, um, so other moves, uh, Christian Albright was uh was waived with an injury designation, and we signed Demarquis Skates. Demarquis, I don't know what I don't know. Anyways, uh, so he's in the team. Uh, he was a USFL standout linebacker, so now he is here. And uh, there was uh one more move. So. We waived uh John Alexander in the injustice of the year. No, no. Yeah. Like he was an undrafted free agent, and normally you normally those guys only get like one year deals. The bro, bro got a three year deal. That's and that's gets waived to sign Trevon Coley and Devonta Harris, the latter of which is a guy that will bounce from two te- bounce between two teams in like four year between two teams a season. Like, come on. Also, we waved Azoya Alufoy. How would you say his name? Uh, I don't remember. I don't. I, he's pretty irrelevant. I, I guess. John Alexander, though, he followed me on Instagram. I said he would be an All Pro, and he doesn't even get the chance he deserves. Rip. Devonte Harris, you have become the new Javon Wims. <laughs> For simply being there, I there's a dude that literally has a like posts every day on his Twitter how long it's been since the Bears and um since the Bears and have beaten the Packers like every single day. He posts a countdown of how long it's been. I mean, it's only been oh my god, that was four years 1, ago. Jesus, hundred days. Oh wow, that was that was actually 2018 was further away than I thought. That was yeah. Wow, wow I feel kind of old now. 1,328 days. Jesus Christ. Roquan Smith is my hero. Came back and said, "Can't wait till Aaron Rod- Aaron retires." So all y'all spoiled Packers fans who've had a Hall of Fame QB down their entire life crashed down to earth. Oh yeah, wasn't Aaron Rodgers zooted on DMT against us? Uh yeah, it's uh that's a new thing. Um, his his uh apparently uh Aaron Rodgers which, has been taking uh DMT in his back to back MVP seasons, which I I, I guess, guess he must involvement in that. And yeah, I that guess was all, that was all because of uh Blue of Earth. Yeah. So either a it's Who the hell is or... Blue of Earth? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that's her like. What is the Aaron Rodgers address her when when they're like t- when they're like together? Like, oh, blue I, I like Earth, to can you give me a hug, Earth. please? I like to think it's of Earth, and he just cuts out the blue part. All of Earth. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even like spelled blue right. It's B L U. Like, come on! If you're gonna have a stupid name, spell it right. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I saw somebody uh, respond and say uh, she looked like co- a cosplayer. Which she does. <laughs> she does. <laughs> so he looks like a cosplayer. I don't um, know, man. But yeah, either A, all the reports are completely false, or B, he zooted off him until January and then he sobers up entirely. But. And then, uh. uh Niner. Yeah. Bang, bang, Niner again. He'll be all Bears Nation this Sunday. <laughs> I may or may not be going to see the game on Saturday, which means that would be Rufus's first game. I'm trying to buy uh, tickets for the Washington game because that's the Orange Out game. 
That's so what oh the Thursday night game? Yeah. You're for real trying to go to a game on Thursday night. I it's look, it's the cheapest one, all right? It's only at ninety eight dollars, which is still, you know, a little I saw fucking here. tickets for eighty six dollars in the bleeders one for uh Where? what game is that? I don't remember. I think it was like I think it was uh shit, what game was that? I can't remember. It was against some I think it was against the Dolphins. Look, it, it's sad that I've been to more Cubs games than, than Bears games, so I got to really kind of knock that up a bit here. How many Cubs games have you been to? I've been to two. Same. Well, at Wrigley. I've been to one not in Wrigley. I, I've been to two Cubs games, I think three Sox games, and then one Bulls <laughs> game back when uh, – but I was like six, so I don't really remember it too much. My count, I've been to four Bears games. Dude, that is and, so uh, I think it, the first one was 2015 against Washington. We okay. lost the game. Uh, Jay Cutler kind of overthrew a guy at the end of the game. 2017 against the Niners, the Tariq Cohen punt return game. Oh, that's dope. Let it be known that I did not end up seeing that Cohen punt return because I had gone to the bathroom with my dad during that <laughs> defensive possession. Ah, uh, yes, the great Soldier Field bathrooms. Like we got out and and like that and like we see Cullen like run into the end zone and we're like oh what 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 happened and then we lost because fucking Ben Broniker didn't know how to play special teams and made like a block in the back and I like a that's right I forgot we had it was like Cohen had made another good return brought it inside the ten I thought we were gonna score he brought it to like the five but Ben Broniker got it called back what the fuck happens Robbie Gold walks us off well he doesn't walk us off but. It's a field goal. And back then, that was John Fox in a Dowell Loggins offense. So, um, which was... may even have been worse than Matt Nagy's offense somehow. Well, yeah, but at least John Fox was defensive coordinator. So, it wasn't all his fault. Dowell Loggins. Yeah, it was Kyle Loggins. We don't talk about Dowell Loggins. <laughs> Mitchell Trubisky. Oh, yeah. Apparently, Mitch has had a, like, a horrible camp. Like, Mason Rudolph might take over as the first team quarterback. I've heard otherwise. I heard, uh, I heard that uh, Mitch Trubisky is struggling, and uh, Mason Rudolph expects to get some first team reps. Although I've heard Pickett has been just absolute dog water. <laughs> Pickett like, is garbage. I've heard like barely making it off the third team, like bad, like like bad, bad. He wouldn't have been a first round pick if it wasn't for the fact that he went to Pitt. No, I I totally agree. I think Willis should have gone first. He probably should have. Hmm. What else is there been? Oh yeah, we were talking about how our game count. I went to the Rams 2018 game. If you see, if any of you have seen that legendary photo of a kid with Eddie Jackson, yeah, yeah, that was that game. <laughs> that game was Cold probably pick. the greatest. That's probably the greatest, the best Bears game within the last ten years at this point. And it was like one of the lowest scoring too, but it was yeah. so great. It was it was so because because Soldier Fuel is rocking the. Fangio had perfectly schemed it up to beat the Rams' offense, which hadn't been held to like that low points at all that season. And um, that's also when we started using the air raid sirens. Oh yeah, it was that game, and and I'm like, oh, this is new. I mean, guess what? Next game we go and beat the Packers with those air raid sirens, and they haven't worked since. <laughs> Eddie Jackson got injured on that on, in that game. He hasn't. He hasn't. 
That's right. He hasn't he hasn't returned to form. That was like the that was his final pick of the season, and he's had two interceptions since that injury. I remember from that one. Both of them, just... both of them on uh, hail marys at the end of the game. One on Thanksgiving against Detroit, and one on week eighteen of twenty nine or not week eighteen, week seventeen of twenty nineteen. Remember the NFL season was seventeen weeks long. Yeah, neither did I. Um, that was weird. What? If you really think, a lot has happened, like, with just in these past two seasons with regards to, like, rule changes and, like, regulations, like, numbers, one more week, different colored helmets. That's all within, like, two seasons. Like, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. <laughs> Calvin Ridley. Oh, yeah, uh, in case you guys have been living under a rock, uh, Deshaun only got six games. Interesting. Which is NFL is appealing to that, by the way. Remember? Yeah, thank God. Um, we'll see. Did he? Then, did Deshaun do it or not? We'll see. And then Calvin Ridley bets the under on the Falcons and gets a full season. <laughs> the integrity of the game has been lost by Calvin Ridley. Like nobody, <laughs> nobody knew that he was betting on games. So like. How? How did? How did you find out? Betting on his team to win too. It's not like like the most. It's not like he was betting on them to lose and then telling everyone, "Oh, I bet some money on. Can you lose?" It's like the most wholesome bet to make. (laughs) I bet. I guarantee you, an NFL player could probably bet on like a baseball game and they get suspended for the season because they ruined the integrity of the game. Yeah, they ruined the integrity of. They could bet on like Swedish ice running, but no. The integrity has been lost. Yeah. The culture of the NFL has been lost. (laughs) The culture is actually damn good. (laughs) I saw uh, APC football post this. Apparently, Justin Fields has had the most drastic, like, change from year one to year two that that insiders have, like, ever seen. Like, well, maybe one. That don't means have... he's definitely throwing three touchdowns and twenty picks this year, for sure. <laughs> yeah, no, everyone has us at dead last. I really hope Dave Kaplan comes out and says that he's heard that Justin is not developing well, <laughs> and we'll talk about why. <laughs> oh man, should, should we start getting into that? We can start like kind of wrapping up. Oh shit! We still had the we still haven't finished. I still haven't finished talking about how many games I've been to. Anyway, so I've been to those Bears games plus the Niners game last year where Justin ran that touchdown and Soldier Fuel was bumping. Uh, it was about like seventy five percent Bears fans, twenty five percent Niners fans. Um, also, uh, we we won't talk about what the Niners fans uh were doing after the game. Like we will not talk about that. Um, Niner gang. Um. <laughs> We won't talk about that. Anyways, I've been to two Bulls games. I remember one was against the Trailblazers. I can't remember what year that was. And I went to one last year against the Grizzlies. The one where we were down by like 40 and we almost tied it. And then uh, DeMar decided to go for a two when we needed a three. And there was 17 seconds left in the game. Oh, what a game. And then he got ejected. <laughs> uh, Then I've been to like three, four Blackhawks games. I think I've been to four. I've been to three regular season. 
One of them was in Tampa. We won't talk about what happened that game. Um, three nothing lead choked. Uh, and then one of them was preseason. So I haven't really been to many preseason games. I've been to yeah. only one, but hopefully I can go on set next Saturday. No, my uh, Lone Bears game was uh, preseason last year versus the Dolphins. Oh yeah, the Dolphins. They always, for some reason, the Miami teams always seem to beat the Chicago teams and like everything. Like, why do the Dolphins like own the Bears? Why do the Marlins until this year own the Cubs? Like the Heat own us so hard. Yeah. The Heat really do own us. Yeah. But I'm okay with it because Jimmy Buckets is on that team, and I, I love Jimmy Buckets. I have been to one Sox game. I got on TV because I was <laughs> I was I was somewhat close to the uh, right field, like that, like down, like I was like f- ten rows up, or yeah, nine ten rows, and a home run came near us, so I kind of got on TV. Oh, that's cool. A pixel of me got on TV. But this was a long time ago. You're not gonna find that game. Um, and I, 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 the only thing I remember from that game is they played the Rangers. That's all I remember. I've been to three Cubs games, two at Wrigley, one in Milwaukee this year. We won't talk about that game. Um, I've been to, I've been to a lot of baseball stadiums. I've been to Petco in San Diego. No, this is not. One Soto San Diego Padres. This is 2014 San Diego Padres. Or 2014. Yeah, the 14. I've been to, uh, let's see. I have a full list of like everywhere I go. Yeah. Like, travel goals. I've been to Pittsburgh, San Diego, Wrigley, White Sox, Milwaukee, and then I recently went to. Boston. Oh yeah, I forgot I went to the Amway Center one time. Anyways, let's let's get out of this uh how many games we've gone to talk and let's get into uh Dave Kaplan. Yes, so Oh, uh, and we all, oh, and I just missed something. Uh apparently we signed 62 linebacker Javen White this, today. Yes, we did. Yep. Former Raiders and Jets linebacker. Yeah, he's got a 44 and 40. So he go fast. Man gets arrested on purpose because he could not afford to live freely. <laughs> he stole soap bars so he could receive three meals a day. <laughs> Anyways, Kaplan. Okay. So about a week ago, Dave Kaplan set out his recap, which uh, is just a bunch of false information. Um, that he had heard that Tevin Jenkins had disconnect with uh, the new coaching staff, and especially with Chris Morgan, the, who's the new offensive line coach, if you guys didn't know. So then, enter Paul Zabowski Jr. And I'll let you take it back from here. Okay, so, um, you know, there was a bit of rumors, a bit of buzz going around that the Bears were actively trying to trade Tevin Jenkins. And then my man, the myth, the legend. Some would say he's he is better than I I don't know what, but he is he is a god among among boys. All right. He has a 100% hit rate on all NFL reports, okay? That is the man Paul Zybowski Jr., all right? So, he just sends out a little tweet to Tevin Jenkins at Tevin Jenkins, you know. Are you doing okay? I've heard some of the rumors. And then Tev replies, you know, 
Because who would not reply to the goat, Paul Zabowski Jr.? Um, he replies, doing fine, don't believe the rumors. Straight from the words of Tevin Jenkins. And then guess what happens a few days later? He is back at practice. So Paul won, he planned zero. <laughs> the funny thing is, uh, somebody had a theory that Tevin wasn't actually, like, the reason he was with the trainers is not because um, he was disagreeing with anybody or because he was injured. It was probably because he was not in shape because they demand a certain level of, like, what their offensive linemen need to be at. And Tevin's a pretty big boy. I think he said he was, like, 320 or something in his press conference today. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that could be it. Could be a various things, but remember, uh, we are not very well liked in the mainstream media right now, so they're kind of going to overblow a few things. Mm. So yeah, just just remember that. Apparently, we want to get Darius Slayton. I would not be opposed. He he became Javon Wims on Thursday Night Football last year. Remember? Well, everyone needs a second. Yeah, Everyone needs a second yeah, yeah, yeah. chance. This is the well. To be fair, this is the same Giants team that ran a QB sneak on third and long. <laughs> Joe Judge, man, the Mac Jones fall off is so is going to be so funny this year. He's got Matt Patricia as his offensive coordinator, who is Matt. a defensive coordinator and also Matt Patricia. So <laughs> they they a tweet that said if people uh, were concerned about last. They should be more concerned about this offseason. Mac has apparently been done ho- a horrible job at adjusting to Patricia's "quote unquote" offense. I I don't know why. There's and not that is why, press. by the way, I picked the Bears to upset them in Week Seven because Mac. Yeah, Patricia- I don't know why there's not more press on the Patriots right now because Mac because because, because the because they can do no wrong. Yeah, they can, they can do no wrong. They try to cover up the tuck or not the tuck or the deflate gate media. And then that's how Jimmy Garoppolo ended up in San Francisco. But, yeah, no, and then also, oh, Justin has no weapons. He has no help. And the Patriots have, like, a box of scraps and Kendrick Bourne, (laughs) (laughs) who is not as good as Darnell Mooney. They have Devontae Parker. Oh, oh, scary. (laughs) Oh, shiver me timbers. (laughs) Nikhil Harry solos. Nikhil Harry would would have made that Patriots team better, honestly. But they just misused him, and now he might be out for a little bit. Yeah, that's. We should probably get into the wide receiver situation. Um, we could be screwed, very very screwed. Byron Pringle is now out with an injury. Darnell Mooney is not, thank God. Because if Mooney was bubble wrap him, bubble wrap him until week one, honestly. If if Mooney gets injured, I I don't know what I'd do with myself. Velas is day to day. Okay. Apparently, Equinemius St. Brown's doing having a pretty good camp, so I guess that's good to see. That's Maybe good I'm... to see, but there there is a reality where Equinemius could be our our wide receiver too, and that's I I love Equinemius. Don't get me wrong. Watch Equinemius go for a thousand yards this season, <laughs> and the Packers are gonna be like, where did it go wrong? They could have had Equinemius as their Devontae replacement, but no, instead they had to draft, drop heavy Christian Watson. Oh, I shouldn't say that. Javante, or not Javante. J- or Jamar Chase could not catch a football last offseason. So. 
he couldn't see the football last offseason. And look at him now. Oh, by the way, I don't think Christian – has Christian Watson signed his rookie deal yet? Yeah. Oh, he did? Because there was uh, there's one guy that had it, and then he signed it, so all of them have signed. Oh. I love how PFF Fantasy tries to gas up uh, Green Bay's wide receiver room. It's like <laughs> – it's He's like doing his best to make this boy look to make the boy look vicious. <laughs> That's exactly what I was gonna say. He's trying his best to make that MF look look vicious. <laughs> <laughs> Don't sleep on the Packers wide receiver core. Me. That's gonna be about me in half hour. I'm Sam. Yeah. Maybe unless we're not doing this podcast because uh. Somehow, somehow, and Simba's still on the team, not John Alexander. Yeah, that's that's just a grave injustice. It's a tragedy. They tried to sneak in Simba on the team and think we wouldn't notice. <laughs> they really tried their best to make this MF look vicious. <laughs> like they posted a photo of the wide receiver room, and it's like they literally tried to sneak in Simba, and they're like, we wouldn't notice. Uh, yeah, we have I don't made know a new many... enemy. His name is Wenzel Perspective, because he said Roquan was overrated. People like, are entitled to their opinions, but like, like if if anything, Roquan's underrated. Like he literally tried to sneak Roquan, and then it's like the dude he collabed with tried to sneak Quinn in. Like, he, like what? Like, to be fair, Quinn never has good back-to-back seasons. So, like, uh. Yeah, I'm a little worried. I am a little worried for Quinn. It's he's he's iffy. We'll see. We'll see but what happens this year. Travis Gibson season in Mm-hmm. I have like heard nothing about Travis Gibson this season for some reason. I've heard it. Which probably good. which probably means good things. Hopefully. Let's think what else. Oh, boy. Kyler Gordon was not at practice today, or was was injured. I know Quinn was absent, but that was excused. Oh, I guess uh, Jaquan Brisker is going to be God, I, I, I think. Yeah, but uh, one other man has uh, emerged as a favorite to make a roster spot and potentially start. Get out your Kindle fires, everyone. <laughs> Kindle Vildor is coming. Like, why does Bro always have a good camp? Like, there, like there is no reason. Like, he is just prime. He, he, like, what? Like he, like he plays like. He plays like prime Deion Sanders in camp, and then comes out and and, ha- and has the football ability of a wet sausage in the regular season. Like what? Like Kendall, please leave. I don't know why. I don't know how, but it just keeps happening. He keeps coming back. Another dude with the contract situation is David Montgomery, but like he hasn't like talked about that. He's having yeah, a kid though, a future bear. That's B A R E as well. So he joins the the new Bears roster. David Montgomery's kid. 
Starting Let's running see. back. What is yeah, yeah, what is what is that up to? We're up to uh Debo, DK, Terry. Uh, AJ Brown is a questionable bear, but Devontae Adams was for sure a bear. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, uh, the honey badger was a bear. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Pre-massage, Watson was a bear. Yeah, he was – oh, no, Russell Wilson was, was a bear. He was the bear. Yeah, he was the one that started kicked off the bear drama. Like, imagine if we had done that trade. We I don't know where we'd be, honestly. Because you're getting rid of Fuller and Hicks, and, like, both of them are gone now. But you're also getting rid of, what, a first and a second? Potentially Roquan, they said. Yeah, I wouldn't trade. I wouldn't have traded Roquan in that situation. But we okay, so we wouldn't have Fields. No. Um. Who knows if Nag- Nagy might still be here? Throw back to that video I made last year saying why Matt Nagy should not be fired after twenty twenty one, and then three yeah, weeks of the season. <laughs> okay, so my justification for that is you have a rookie quarterback. Like you have, you have like a brand new offense. You have a rookie quarterback. You should at least get some time to like develop with him, because for the sake of the for the sake of him, if he has to transition from one team from one coach to the next, then like yeah, it was, I guess it was, yeah. But... I I can't really explain it. What was going through my mind, but essentially what it was was that it was probably better. Like you need like you need to give Nagy time with his new quarterback. And um, essentially, uh, essentially three weeks of the season, I realized that was a big mistake. That uh, we should keep Nagy, and uh, yeah, now he's gone, and he's back with the Chiefs. Oh, that will be so epic if I can go to that game. Nagy with the Chiefs on the Chiefs sideline. Oh yeah, I forgot it's the Matt Nagy revenge game. <laughs> we need to injure Kermit the Frog. Travis Gibson is coming for him. Oh yeah, Matty Buffalo said that starters will get a good amount of reps in preseason. Um, which Dab Bears one took offense to and said that preseason that players should not play during preseason. No, I but, get where he's coming from. I hope he doesn't mean like anything more than like a quarter. He thinks that uh, he said that field that if Fields gets injured, that Eberflus should deserve a lot of like hate or something like that. Like my brother in Christ, you did this to Mitch Trubisky, and look what happened. That's true. That is true. Like you can't, you can't have a new. The thing, the thing I have a huge problem with for him, with him. If this is a stat, like I can very well see the Chiefs not playing Mahomes. Um, on oh no, they're definitely not going to play Mahomes. There's no way he. They, and they won't play any of the like established guys. Why? Because they're an established offense and they're an established team in this league. The Bears, it's essentially a whole new team. This year, um, outside of some like other uh, outside of some pieces, because Eberflus even said like this is the most roster turnover or like the, or this is like the most like r- like like change made to a roster in an NFL offseason through the draft and yeah. free agency, and it's like you can't not play your starters who are still learning into a new. Off- you can't essentially this. You can't throw Justin Fields into week one against San Francisco having not played a single snap under an offense. Like, you have to you have to get him some preseason reps. Exactly. 
Now, if this was like a guy like Mahomes, let's say Andy Reid retired, and let's say like Matt Nagy came in and brought a brand new offense. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Well, first of all, Mahomes will probably get out of that. Oh, no, no, no. Let's say, uh, let's say Josh McDaniels, just naming a random head coach. There's, let's just say Josh McDaniels comes in, replaces Andy Reid, and installs a brand new offense. I don't necessarily think he would have to play Mahomes in preseason because he's already established himself as a great quarterback. I mean, look at Tom Brady. Like, he, he hasn't played in preseason in, what, like 10 years or something like that? Maybe when he went to Tampa Bay. No, Tampa, he didn't even have a preseason that year in Tampa Bay. Oh, that's right, yeah. Because of COVID, I forget. I forgot there was no preseason. I keep, I feel, I keep thinking that it's they will have preseason, but they don't. If they did have preseason, my bad. This episode's kind of run on a little bit longer than we thought. Yeah, you want to end it here? Uh, yeah. All right. Well, White Sox City might be back for one more episode. We don't really know. Um, we'll have Shufflers join. Hopefully. We're going to twist his arm into joining. <laughs> the White Sox just lost 8 nothing to the Rangers today. And we're going to end it here. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. <laughs> Dane Don- what, what? Who is this? Oh, he's a former White Sox. The Reds beat the Brewers. Okay, anyways, we're going to sign off now. Um, new we Cub. still do not have an outro. New, yeah, somehow we still have one. New Cub, uh, Michael Schofield from Orland Park supports the Cubs. And uh, goodbye, everyone. Okay, well, that's just, that's not. Guys, let's just have a good night of sleep. <sighs> There's no intro this time because I never uploaded the la- the first part, which we recorded, I think, two nights ago or something like that. I don't remember. Um, it's another late night recording, but I think we're a little more energized because of... Um, uh, energized um, is not the right word. Furious. Furious. Emotional. Uh, yeah. But also um, intrigued. As to how this will play out. So, essentially, this morning, so August 9th, we recorded the first part August 7th. So, August 9th, we're back. Yep. Um, And this morning, Roquan Smith, as I I woke up to, I woke up at 8, Shufflers was asleep until like 1230, and I tried, and I I was I was working the midnight shift last night. I needed my beauty sleep. (laughs) Bro, Mr. Roquan for some beauty sleep. (laughs) Anyway, so I wake up at like 8, check my phone, there's notifications from Ian Rappaport 20 minutes ago, Roquan Smith requested a trade. Now, I personally at the time, at the beginning, thought, okay, this is probably, it's probably just my mind playing games on me, because you're always fucked up in that state of mind when you wake up. And you check your phone immediately. And then I woke up further, and then I realized it was true. Yeah, no, so basically the Bears, they all collectively shed in our coffee this morning. Um, so basically, um, Roquan Smith is trying to pull a Debo Samuel. Hopefully. Hopefully he's trying to pull a that's Debo what, Samuel. That's what I think this is, because... Hopefully. And we'll get to this, because bro, bro said this, and four hours later pulls up to Family Fest, like, what? <laughs>
Like, bro, bro he, also, it, he also pulled out uh, notes, notes app too to write his. his oh my god, <laughs> notes app. <laughs> I don't know why, but like some of the most important documents of the 21st century have been written on the notes app. Like, at least go to Google Docs. That it's not that. <laughs> I'm sorry, but. <laughs> or, Rokwan also deactivated his his Instagram. I thought the announcement was on his Instagram, but then I realized it was deactivated. So I don't know how it, you think you were. Well, he doesn't have an agent. That that's that's he doesn't. That's that's yeah. what's complicating things because. Okay, so here's what Ian Rappaport said: Roquan wants an extension of of over twenty million dollars. Personally, I don't think he should be paid more than twenty million. Because I know we have a bunch of cap now, but when you look down the line, when you get to the point where you have to extend Jalen Johnson, Justin Fields, Darnell Mooney, I mean, you can't have four players taking up 75% of your cap at that point. Unless your name is Patrick Mahomes, in that case, you can take up as much cap as you need. I, I don't think... Mooney and JJ are going to get as big as contracts as we think. I think Mooney's going to get some. Once his deal is done, I think they're both going to probably get two-year deals. That's kind of my prediction. Poles does not seem like a like a real spender here, clearly. So I I think um I think Poles is going to try to get Mooney to like a four or five year because he he did say the three key pieces are well Fields, Mooney, and Roquan. So. We'll see. Though, remember, this isn't the first time this has happened with Roquan. Oh, yeah. No, because, again, he doesn't have an agent. I think he's listening to Uncle Smith and Uncle Smith. The, the, is... hilarious, the, the hilarious thing is the first time was when he had his rookie contract. He did not have an agent. Last rookie to sign, got a sack on his first uh, play. I don't remember if it was Aaron Rodgers or Sean Kaiser. If it was Kaiser, we'll just say it's Rodgers. Um, got a sack on his first play after coming in from injury. Uh, missed basically all of camp and all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Same thing. Like, th- like this year. Um, essentially, uh, it took forever because he didn't have an agent. Yep. So, and... all those, all those like discussions that, like those hard discussions that would be made behind closed doors. Roquan has to face all of it, and that's probably why he's emotional about it. You need someone that can come in with no emotions. And can do strictly business, but and we... you want to and you want to know what he did hire an agent after that first time, and then he fired that agent for reasons we do not know. I get why he's doing this. Like no one on this team, pretty much no one on this team is guaranteed a roster spot anymore. This is not the unless your like, name is Justin Fields, unless your name is Justin Fields or Darnell, Darnell Mooney or Darnell Mooney. That's about or Roquan Smith. Those three are the ones that are guaranteed, just because polls said mentioned them. Yeah, no, this is not the like pace uh, built off of good feelings regime. This is po- stone cold. I don't give a fuck polls, and he will cut your ass if you do something. <laughs> I am, uh, I am very uh, happy at how the way polls handled this. Honestly, he handled it. That was a damn good way he handled it. He yeah, could no, the press conference was was definitely. I'm not blaming polls for this. This is this is something he. I he yes he should pay him. Yeah, and here here's here's what I what I think. I think the press conference is something that was great for polls. Here's why. 
Ryan Pace probably would have let the situation drag out if he had it. Or pay the, him there's 10 so years, much, yeah. 600 mil. Yeah. Pace would have paid him so much money because of all the fan pressure and cave. Now, here's what Poles does. First day. First thing. This is this is arguably his like first big like he- heated moment that he's had to face. Like his bit first I get the draft, I get free agency, but this is really the his first like challenge where people start like people officially like start questioning him. No, and, the Mac trade. Mm, well, I think after the initial shock of it, it started to die down and like people realized, okay, yeah, maybe this isn't as bad as we thought just because of all the contract and all that. But this situation, I know for a fact that there are, it's going to be a fan base oh, divide. Hell in high water, yeah. No, it's until this is resolved. Um, it's gonna, yeah, this it's gonna divide this fan base a bit a lot. There's gonna be the people that already want Ryan Poles fired before he before the regime has even had a chance to showcase a pre, even a preseason game. And then there are people who want Roquan shipped off for your latest draft pick. And then there's people in the middle that want Roquan extended for like five years, a hundred million, which I think That's is a I reasonable. Want. I think it's a reasonable offer. I think he's gonna get five years, one ten. I think that's where Poles is gonna leave it. Probably, because um, Ryan Poles said that there were some record-breaking uh, things in the contract. There was First reports that ever. it was that there were <laughs> there were reports. <laughs> <laughs> the first ever player with his own vending machine. <laughs> I thought for there was a report that they were giving him like that, like um they were gonna pay him fifteen million, or not which and the, but they were gonna like backload the contract, which I mean no. honestly if I was the G if I was handling the I I don't know. I th- I don't know if they have like a specific cap handler. Or I I'm not really familiar like too much with the cap. But if I were them, just because of how much uh, if you wanted to at least like load the contract, I would have front loaded it just because of how much cap you have these few seasons, so you'll save money in the future. But that's just me, honestly. Yeah. No. Pulls. He is. He's had a really, really like I don't want to say rough because that implies it's been bad, but just rocky like off season, like players wanting out, players holding out, players offers matched. He's just he's it's been it. hard, and you know why it's been hard? It's because all these players have been used to the soft Ryan Pace and soft Matt Nagy. All oh yeah, here Mike Lennon. Here's eighteen million a year for you. There you go. Oh, you want this much money? Okay, here you go. Here you go. Pulls like, fuck no. You 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 either you either go by you my suck, rules or you get you out. You suck and you suck. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I there there are people blaming him for not signing Ryan Bates and wanting him fired because of that. There was nothing he could do. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. Like, what's his name? Um, Daz Newsom season said that. Poles oh, is a clown after the Bears signed or after the Bears failed to sign Ryan Pace. Ryan Poles. Nah, Ryan Pace. Ryan Pace. Ryan we Pace. have too many Ryans associated with this organization. <laughs> he like and I'm like and I'm like, how is this his fault? And he's like, Poles needed to pay him. Like, how how could he not pay him? And I and I'm thinking like, okay, first of all, that was arguably an overpay, the con- four years forty four million. That's arguably an overpay for him. 
Yeah, Second eleven mil a year for uh for an offensive lineman who did not for start a mid offensive lineman. Yeah. Uh, and it's like there's are that's arguably an overpay. Like I'm not giving him four years fifty million. Like just so Buffalo doesn't ex- or, or match it, like he went after the man, he gave it a shot, and and oh, it's because he he wasn't able to go after any other flashy free agents. Um, yeah, no. Right now, Poles is kind of in a money ball mode where he's he's aiming the low problem for... with this is is the, the the scapegoat should be Ryan Pace because he left this roster in an ass spot. Like oh, people no, like he left oh, it in like a total state of disrepair. He did give like, us. A, some good young talent. I will give him that, but like the way he handled veterans was so horrible. Like, yeah, he don't get me wrong. He drafted. I I will always say this with pace. He drafted very very well, minus a few first round picks. Which I mean, it's it's whatever. But we don't wait. Okay, let's let's run over his uh first round picks. Uh, twenty fifteen injury injuries just couldn't stay healthy. Unfortunate. Not really um, his fault that he couldn't stay healthy. Um, more so, the player was just fragile. Um, never really got a true shot, honestly. Yeah. By the time he came to his last year and the year he was only healthy, he was the only year he was healthy. He was he was like burned out. Like there was nothing. Like he was like gassed. At, oh yeah, he was buried in the depth chart. He was already buried. We had just signed a Rob. All those guys. Poor guy. He even had like he had some good catches when he did play. I mean, look at the hail mary. Oh, that catch. was one yard short. Yeah, like he had good. He had good potential. It's just if he could have stayed healthy, like who knows what happens in that John Fox? Who knows what happens with Mitch Trubisky? I I still don't think John Fox would be here. I I think he was a lame duck from the start. But yeah. he was honestly probably the transition guy. Oh, he definitely was. It was supposed to be Adam Gase as the transition guy, and then it went to John Fox because he became oh, available. Oh, oh, thank God. Oh. Imagine, <laughs> imagine if we hired the funniest... Adam Gase and then followed up with Matt Nagy. Oh, oh my, my God. God. <laughs> the, the hilarious thing is Adam Gase did become our offensive coordinator that year. And um, just to show you how weird that year offense was, he he his the offense is good enough for him to get a head coaching job the next year. Oh, wow, that is Jake Cutler actually played decent under him, <laughs> and that's why he brought him to Miami. Did you know Darnold Mooney needs just under just above over one thousand one hundred yards to become a, become the tenth highest uh, leading receiver in Bears franchise history in terms of receiving yards. Huh. Darnell Mooney is literally like five seasons away from being our, our best receiver of all time. No, I can see it. I, like I a, really at least thirty twice. I really do think Mooney's a long term answer. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, he's a long term guy. Uh, I don't know about Montgomery. I mean, honest, but but let's compare these two. Roquan Smith, contract year, bitching and moaning and groaning about how negotiations have not gone his way. David Montgomery, contract year. I, I, he doesn't even talk about contract. Okay, well, look, in defense of Roquan, he is a first round pick, and he is like a unanimous top five guy. Mont, you can't really uh, say that. 
It's, I want to say unanimous. I, I, okay, we're not going to do this. We're not <laughs> we, going to do we this. We are going to go into what happened. We're not going to do this. I'm not, P- I don't PFF, have to do P- P- PFF, his, his, his PFF grade. It's, it's, his, his I run, don't, his I, I can't, I can't do this tonight. I'm not doing it. I'm not going to do it either. <laughs> but yeah, no, Roquan is, is definitely very highly regarded. Whereas Montgomery is, is seen as a good, good level player but not like elite level if that makes sense i've been meaning to make a post about bears and their history at with running backs They're, they have a really rich history of running backs oh no we're very good at it i mean it all started back in the 1920s with red grange and now we have david montgomery and possibly even Khalil herbert yeah no we always have at least one good running back on the roster at any given year even like the john fox years we had jordan howard who was a god for about three years, and then bald Satan came in and ruined his career. But we're not going to talk about that. Remember, remember that your Jeremy Langford was good. Oh yeah, no, I'm telling you, we always have at least one. We have like... some random running back, <laughs> like like we could go 0 16, and a guy like um Preston Ebner would still find a way to put up a thousand rushing yards. Yeah, no, we always have one capable running back on the roster, no matter how bad things get. Like it's it's almost incredible, really. Yeah. So I'm trying to kill a spider right now. They're trying to ruin our podcast for real. It's a, yeah. So this Roquan situation is, uh, uh, it's a bit, it's divided the fan base because now people are saying that pool sucks. We're not going to be good. Nobody cares. Bears will suck. We're going on 17. We've lost. How funny would it be if Ro- I think a deal when's the PUP deadline before the six weeks, like August twenty sixth, I think. I believe so. I think a deal's gonna be done before then. Oh, it's gotta be. It's gotta because be because other because if Roquan truly wants to be here and he truly wants to play for this team, he would not risk the six game suspension. Oh I mean he wait. he, he could have easily just skipped Family Fest. And after that, no, but he went there. He wants to be on this team. He's reported to every uh, training camp. He's been to Family Fest. He wants to be here. The trade, it really is a Debo Samuel situation, but it's 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 a tough one to navigate. Yeah, it'll be weird. How funny would it be if like a guy, if like Ian Rappaport, literally just made that whole shit up to try and to just uh, uh screw us up, screw us Bears fans. <laughs> I mean, it was from the notes app. There was, it's like you can't really track it. This is the problem with the notes app. <laughs> you can't track it. You can, you can't tell because those didn't look like screenshots. If I'm being honest, like how did Roquan send that statement? Like he doesn't have Instagram. I don't think he has. I don't think he, he might still have his Twitter up. I don't know, but all the bare social media comments today were just like like it shows like feels like a. Amazing, like Moody catching, like a, making a one-handed grab, like on an extend rope. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 pay, like you, Moody just made the best. Ca- yeah, Roquan's Twitter is also deactivated. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Moody just made the best catch of the of the off season, and y'all are literally just saying. <laughs> <laughs> 
We are a very headstrong fan base. Once we're set on something, <laughs> you can't really do much to take our minds off it. You can try. Oh, you yeah. You can definitely try, um, but you will fail. Oh. In- injuries, Nikhil Harry has a high ankle sprain. Because it's it's <laughs> why would why can we have good things? We can't. We can't. <laughs> of course, uh at this point the new anything is on the table is gonna become no timetable to return. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I love the Matt Eberflus. Oh, he's definitely hurt. <laughs> where? <He's... laughs> he definitely has an injury. Yes, coach, but where? <laughs> Ankle. He, I, I'm telling you, he has a boo boo, but I. <laughs> He's day to day. I, I really want. I, I should say, I am now officially going to the game on su- Saturday. So. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Chicago, wake up. The Bears are back this Saturday. Got yeah, it. Um, yeah. So I was told to get to bed early because we got to leave early, but um, no, I got to post my game day at exactly midnight, like, I've, like I did every day last year. Except if it was a school night. Don't care. I'm still doing that when we take on Mac Jones. Might not Mac do that Jones. when we take on Carson Wentz. Doesn't matter. He's That's not really worth it. But Wentz isn't worth it, but Mac Jones. Matt Patricia is... <laughs> Why does everyone think the Patriots are going to be good? Matt well, Patricia is literally their offensive it. coordinator. <laughs> it's it's going to be ugly. The, I love how they're trying to gas up the Packers' receiving core. Like, Aaron Rodgers has so many weapons to throw, too. Like, Moody, Moody had more yards than this, yeah. than, Rob, than um, Cobb, uh, what's his name, Lazard and somebody else combined last year. There was a Packers fan saying about how Mooney is – how shit Mooney – oh, and Watkins. Watkins, Lazard, and Cobb all had less combined yards than Mooney last year. Yeah, nope. Mooney's just goaded. I was told that um. Hold on a second. I'm trying to pull. I was told that Roquan um. I was told by Ryan Poles, the man himself, that he is trying to extend Roquan at all costs. He thought it was fair. Even uh, Bears Block, who you guys may remember from uh, from essentially being the one that literally covered and got everything right on the head coach and GM search, um, he essentially said that the word in the building is that they thought that the extensions were moving smoothly and that the deal was expected to get done in the next couple of weeks. And then they have no idea why Roquan made it public. He's trying to speed things up. It's It's pretty clear. Yeah. I mean, if he he might want he might just want to play. he might want to play on Saturday. Who knows? I don't think he wants to play on Saturday, but I think he's trying to speed things up. I don't even think he'd be ready to play on Saturday because he'd have to ramp up and all that shit. Like Tevin Jenkins has been. Yeah, I'll get to see Tevin Jenkins live in person on Saturday. Yay! I think he's gonna be our starting right tackle. Uh, let's see. I think Braxton Jones might win the job at left. Riley Reef is going to win the job at, at right. What's interesting is we still have Borum. Borum is a weird is weird because Borum has been was good last year. Yeah, the he was solid. Is, right? The problem is we drafted all these linemen to do with them. 
And like, who knows what Paul's opinion on Borum is? I I have heard nothing about Larry Borum. Is Larry Borum still real? I I've just heard that he's been kind of rotating, like kind of been a, I guess like a swing tackle type guy. Where well, he like, was a swing tackle in college, so that that does make sense a bit. Yeah, too. I think he, I I essentially I think what he's been doing is he's been like used in like different combinations. I wouldn't be surprised if we do see him a little bit at guard, but no, I, I can see that. Yeah, he was a very solid tackle last year. Yeah, but like with Riley Reef uh, now, um, I think it's a little complicated because now Borum will have to beat him out. Michael Schofield yeah. also takes away a guard spot. So, who is it? Who's our? I think it's going to be Braxton. Like our final starting is going to be Braxton, Schofield, Patrick. Um, who would be right guard? White hair. White hair, that's right. Who's like one of the who's like now the longest tenured bear or something like that. Oh my god. <laughs> you got to the point where Cody Whitehair is one of the longest tenured bears. <laughs> it was Pat O'Donnell before he um it switched yeah. up. But so, hey, Trenton okay. Gil Trenton Gill had a sixty five yard punt through the area today, I guess. The future Trenton. is here, boys. Trenton Gill. <laughs> yeah, Trenton Gill, bro. But yeah, I think it's gonna be Braxton, Showfield, Patrick, White Hair, Jenkins. I think it'll Who's be uh, Reef on the right. Oh yeah, Reef, Reef. Uh, okay, like here's I think Reef is gonna start out the season on the right, and then Jenkins is gonna get his spot back. Probably, hopefully, for the sake for the sake of our future, I hope Jenkins gets his spot back. I don't think uh, Borum will be uh, a starter. I think. Um... But I think he'll be like the first alignment off the bench, though. I think he'll see a lot of playing time, though. I don't think he'll start. Yeah. I think, um, I think it he'll uh fill in for like guys like say like Reef is like had a lot of plays, is like fatigued. Throw Borm in there, give him a few snaps, maybe switch him and Braxton up. Try and keep yeah, no, he's, try he'll and keep be the balance. the sixth man of the offensive line, the Tyler Hero, if you will. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I thought we didn't talk about mid Tyler Hero. He's mid. Uh, he's on a team with Jimmy Buckets. Jimmy so Butler solos, honestly. Jimmy, I, we we still stand with Jimmy Buckets, even though he is like three times removed from the Bulls. Come back, Jimmy. Please. Or or Derek. Remember when we tried to when we tried to gas up a Derek Rose return last offseason? Oh, it did not happen, and it's probably not going to happen again. But no. It's okay. Remember when we got found guilty for tampering with Demar? Ah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love this city and their sports teams. They just are so good. The Cubs managed point. to lose to the Nationals today. Mm-hmm. We won't talk about the eighth inning. We won't talk about the umpires. You uh, thought you yeah. thought Angel Hernandez was bad. You thought Tony Corrente was bad. Oh boy, have you not seen anything yet? <laughs> Man, I the I I the NFL told them uh told the refs to pay attention to uh the illegal contact and I am just like oh poop. Bro, they're it, trying it, I am guarantee you we will be called five illegal contacts in the first game. Let's <laughs> let's put an over under on that. Five illegal contacts. I'm gonna take the over. <laughs> why why are they calling illegal contact now? Is cause Deshaun Watson's a starter again? Or like what's the <laughs> That fucking laugh. Why did I? <laughs> um. 
I don't know, but they were told to pay attention to illegal contact penalties. Oh, um, boy. So uh, I guarantee you, at least five will be called against the forty for in the Forty ers game. Whether that be on uh, our team or their team, who really knows at this point? I saw <laughs> there was games for the Bears Jets game. There were tickets for the Bears Jets at MetLife that were going for twenty bucks. That's wow. less. Than, that that's less than what tickets cost it. That with the, like the lowest price tickets costed for the first preseason game at Soldier Field, and those oh tickets God. were like thirty bucks. Mind you, a regular season game at Soldier Field, average cost for tickets like or the lowest cost is normally around like eighty bucks. Oh yeah, no, that's that's why I'm trying to go to the Washington uh, Bears game on a Thursday night because they're about eighty bucks a ticket. Yeah, I think, I think that's the week one game for like bleeders. It's uh it's up to one thirty. I checked. It's one seventy seven now. Oh my that's, god, that's as low. That game's on nine eleven. I wonder if any of the New York teams are playing. They should have a uh, 9-11 type of, like, memorial game, kind of like yeah. the MLB did last year. Yeah. I feel like the NFL should just retire the number 34 because, I, look, I, just call me biased, but you have a Walter Payton award. I feel like it's only kind of fair, you know? Yeah. Apparently, Matt Eberflus says um, – apparently he has uh, – blank like or empty cases on the back behind because like there was a thing about how he has like all these like players behind like how like like how he has a bunch of like legend bears legends photos behind his desk well right around there is uh four empty cases two are saved for the george hallis trophy and two are saved for the super bowl trophy now this is the bears i think that's kind of a reach Honestly, but I can see Iberflus coaching into his nineties, looking for that second Super Bowl trophy. Still being hard as ever, pulls still going hard on players into his seventies. Kendall Vildor and Marky Christian are somehow still on the team. Are you there? Did we lose him? We might have. Uh oh. Another news tickets for the game at Lambeau Field is uh All right, I should be back. Yeah. We ended up uh somehow we uh lost each other, but uh we were talking about ticket prices. Oh yeah, no, they are skyrocketing to sit in Soldier Field, which is it's, it's You wanna hear how much the game like how much the lowest ticket to go to the Game is I'm gonna guess around the 300s. 219. Yeah, it was close. Thoughts on the Texans game? Lowest ticket. 110, 115. 84. Oh. Giants game. In Life? Yeah. You just told me this. It was around 20. That was for the Jets game. The Giants game oh. is 58. Now let's look at the first Vikings game at U.S. Bank Stadium. Surely division rivalry match is pretty high. In U.S. Bank Stadium? Yes. At least 110 $59 is the lowest ticket. What? Commander's game. 
Oh, I just checked this. It's around 80-something. $81. Yep. Pats game. Is that in New England? Yep. 90. 122. Shufflers, you are not close with any of these. I don't know. Dallas Dallas game. Dallas game? Where is that? Arlington. Arlington. Okay, that's that's got to be in the one fifties minimum. Does he know <laughs> how much? Lowest ticket. Yeah, forty two dollars. What? In that beautiful stadium? Dolphins game. I'm going to. I'm going to Dallas, bro. Um, ninety. <laughs> This year closest to yet ninety four. Okay. Lions game at Soldier Field. Uh, one bag of Fritos. <laughs> Seventy four dollars. Oh my god. <laughs> Atlanta that is game. a rip off. That is a horrible rip off. Atlanta game. In uh, Atlanta. Okay. The, the... I don't know. You just say I'm a friend of Ryan Poles. I mean Ryan Pace, and they let you in. Mm. 60 60 43 dollars oh jesus christ why is everyone else so much cheaper the jets game is 28 dollars what makes soldier field so special bears versus packers at soldier field oh god they're gonna jack that up 140 oh oh this ain't bad 52. Really? Really? That one's cheaper? Oh, I forgot to add a one in front of the 52. Oh. <laughs> Eagles game. Oh, I bet this game's jacked up because of the... This is the first time the Eagles are back since uh, in Chicago since... uh. Well. Oh, boy. Uh, 140. 130. 130. 79 bucks. Hmm. Bills game on Christmas Eve. 140. 63. What? So if you want to go to a Bears game, you better go on ditch your family, go on Christmas Eve. Oh my god, $63? To be fair, that's bleeders in the middle of winter. I wouldn't do that. Lions game at Ford Field. Oh, here we go. $20. They can't be any more. $41. They are stealing your money. Vikings game at Soldier. Uh, 80, 80, 80 flat. Holy fucking shit. What? Um, hold on a second. No, fu- no. What? These game. <laughs> I just checked the score. I just checked the lowest ticket for the game at, in Cleveland. Uh, for the preseason, the week three preseason game, there are tickets to go to that game for as low as five dollars. Oh my god, go to Cleveland, boys! We're going to Cleveland. I think that I just checked Seahawks are eighteen dollars. What, dude? Anyways, so uh, tickets for the Vikings, uh, for the end of season match against the Vikings are as low as thirty-eight dollars. Oh my god. We gotta oh wow, I am wasting my money. Alright. Bears uh Bears Instagram meetup at the Vikings game. 
We had to organize that sometime. Just a bunch of Bears fans. (laughs) Yeah. Just a bunch of angry and sad Bears fans all in one place. I'm I'm sending this. I'm sending this to my dad right now. To for the Cleveland. We going to Cleveland. Uh, any other news we got to cover? Uh, let's take a look. Um. Uh, we oh Tevin Jenkins we already covered last episode. Um. Roquan Smith. Um, let's take a look. Oh yeah, practice the other day got moved inside because of rain. So, rip to all the fans that got their tickets for that day. League breaking news. I was told that Ryan Poles has lost the locker room. By who? Yes, Ryan Poles has lost the locker room. Ryan Poles. You know, the general manager who really isn't even in the locker room much. He has lost it. <laughs> he has lost the locker room. The Baltimore Orioles are 58 and 52 and half a game out of a playoff spot. Yes. Baltimore. Don't know how, don't know why, but it's the world is ending, I guess. Um, yeah, which means uh, the Bears are going to finish like. I think our ceiling's eight and nine. Let's do some predictions since this is probably going to be the last episode before the preseason. pre-season. Let's do some. Uh, I I don't know if we'll take like a break or not. We might do one after the first preseason game. We might wait and do it after all three. Who really knows at this point? Um. So let's just do some predictions, kind of for like the season. So um. Oh yeah, one more piece of news. Um, today David Moore was carted off the field after Bo Peep Keys landed on his uh, leg. What a name! <laughs> I was just thinking that, like Bo Peep. <laughs> All right, so, yeah, let's do some, like, mini predictions. Let's start with this Chiefs game. Uh, Kermit the Frog, if he's playing, I need Travis Gibson just to bring out Stormbreak. He literally brought out the Stormbreaker axe today at Family Fest. He is goaded. I, 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 he's going to use Stormbreaker to just cut to just chop off Kermit the Frog's hand. I think we win that game, mostly because we're going to run all our starters. Yeah. Feels to throw, like, a touchdown, maybe, hopefully. I've oh yeah I did see Fields throw a touchdown last year to Jesse James of all people. It's so weird how how different our roster is this year than last year because last year you got he had you you guys like Jesse James cut, catching touchdowns. We had like four TD2s. We did not score a lot of passing touchdowns last year. No, we did not. We were like pretty horrible at that. We had um. Andy Dalton had led the team in touchdowns. We had 16 passing touchdowns. Eight by Dalton, seven by Fields, one by Foles. But that touchdown by Foles was the most... That random-ass game that Foles played. <laughs> God, I miss him. Where is he now? He's on the Colts, right? Yeah, I think so. Let me see. Yeah, he's on the Colts. Big. <laughs> oh, Nick. God. <laughs> Ryan... <laughs> Ryan Nolgoff had four yards in nine games last year. <laughs> Let's see. Ryan Blackmail Nol. Remember when uh remember when Jimmy Graham had eight touchdowns in twenty twenty? That was weird. And then he had three last year. He he was second on the team in receiving touchdowns. 
I thought Marquise Goodwin was going to break out. He had one touchdown. That was a pretty good touchdown, though, I guess. Cole Komet didn't even have a touchdown last year. Like, what? Yeah. I fully expected at least five touchdowns out of Komet last year, and they just didn't use I did, too. No, they did not ever target him in the red zone, like, once. Like, he's supposed to be your red zone threat. Like, Allen Robinson has, like... Oh, no, no, no. He was supposed to have one against the Steelers, but it was robbed because remember the James Daniels block? Oh, yeah. Was that a, did he Was he the one that caught that touchdown? It was either him or Graham. I, I can't I remember. I thought it was who. Graham. I, thought I think it was, it was Graham. Graham. But he couldn't uh, catch a ball when it was wet. Ooh, ball, oh, ball, ball, little wet. Uh, me drop, drop ball. Me drop ball. Me can't, me can't handle ball from five yards away. It's so fucking weird how Cole Komet could not catch from like short distances, but could for some reason go up and make contested catches. Like what? Oh yeah, no. After like beyond ten yards, he is football Jesus. I don't know how. I don't know why. I. It just kind of happens. It's really weird. It is. It is really bizarre how he is just so god awful at checkdowns. But it. Uh, I. There was it's a hard. game, the Rams game in 2020, you know, when they began our downfall um, that year. Yeah, yeah, he had um, that, yeah, I saw it. He had that wide open catch that, like, if it was, like, a speedy receiver, probably could have been taken to, like, the red zone, but instead come out only got to the 50 because he was slow as hell. Yeah. <laughs> he makes the catch and just starts jogging. Like, I could run faster than that, and I don't, and I'm, and I don't, like, play sports or anything like that. We'll see how he does this year, but. Yeah, let's do our uh, let's pick a. We don't have to do like a full roster like predictions or anything, anything like that. But let's uh pick five players we think will break out this year, and like this won't include like Mooney because Mooney's broken out, Jalen's broken out. I guess you can say, um, yeah, five. Um, I guess uh, off limits are Jalen Mooney, Monty, and uh, Roquan. I think my number one, I, I still stand by this since the draft. I think it's going to be Brisker. I really, really do. My number I, one. <sighs> you know, I can't really count him as breakout, but I think Eddie, I just want to honorable mention Eddie Jackson. I think he'll have a bounce back here. Like a resurgence, yeah. I think um, number one. I'm gonna say, hmm, who do I say? I'm gonna go with Travis Gibson. I can see Gibson, yeah, Gibson know, with like um, ten plus sacks. I know uh, you could say he broke out last year, but like, un- but like now he's got a full season where he's the guy going in. So I think he'll have a great year. Yeah, it's at least ten sacks, maybe more. Um, we'll see, because Robert but... Quinn never really has back to back good seasons. Yeah. So um, we'll see what happens. Maybe he'll maybe yeah. Poles will threat will threaten him. Maybe yeah, no, Poles is gonna uh, Poles gonna deep fake a photo of uh or a video, um of of him of it will be Poles talking shit about him, but it'll deep fake it so his face is Robert Quinn talking about Sam Mustafer and then blackmail <laughs> Quinn with it and say. And show him an email ready to send to Olin Cruz at any moment. 
no, 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 no. <laughs> Robert, you either start Olin fighting. Krutz has your IP address. <laughs> but uh, yeah, have... no, the reason I say uh, Brisker is because I think like just the secondary is is built for him to just kind of like explode. Because I I think. To Sean Gibson, our uh, strong safety last year, he did he handled he got most of the turnovers, and I think the strong safety role is just gonna really be a big part of us. So, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna say Gibson for my one for uh, reasons. Um, um for my two, two will be uh, Kolkomet. I'm gonna go Lucas Patrick for my two. Mm, Lucas Patrick depends on uh. If how serious his hand injury is, it's supposed to be six weeks, but of course we have no time to be able on the return. So, um, yeah, we'll he see. is definitely hurt per Matt Eberflus. <laughs> he has he has boo boo in hand. <laughs> that this is what we know, Matt Eberflus. If it's day to day, he is day to day. He has he has a boo boo. He is day to day. If it's a little we if it's a little uh little um little longer. Oh yeah, DS hand boo boo. Um, no timetable to return. <laughs> I just really hope I can see Vil. Speaking of three, I'm gonna put Vilas at three. Uh, yeah, I'll match you too. I'll put Vilas at three. I I think it's gonna be a little bit before we really see what he's capable of, but he's gonna work his way up the death chart. He's gonna yeah. kind of be like Mooney in 2020, where he was like kind of buried, and then he works his way up to like a bigger role. You know, Anthony Miller would like to know your location. Yeah, so um, I have the first unofficial depth chart open on my phone right now that was sent out. So um, Mooney and uh, Equinemius St. Brown are the, are the starting wide receivers. Yeah, <laughs> I heard uh, I've heard good things about Equinemius. So uh, I too. yeah, I'm not I'm not writing on Equinemius. It's just such a funny name. I, I can't. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I think because of the Getsy connection. I mean, look what Getsy did with the Devonte Adams. Adams was shit before Getsy got in there. Getsy gets in there, works his lab, begins a wide receiver lab. Um, all of a sudden, uh, Devonte Adams is a top two receiver in the NFL now, and he's not two. Um, I can respect Devonte Adams more that he's off the Packers now. Good. Oh yeah, no, he is a generational talent, a wide receiver. But on the Packers, he was a fraud bust. Uh, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers merchant. Um. <laughs> yeah, so uh, those two are the wide receiver ones. I wonder if Pringles uh, too, just because of injury. Same with a uh, Valus. I think Pringles actually going to be the two. I think. Um, I think it's going to be Pringle. I think it's Mooney Pringle Valus is going to be our starting three, and I think. And, I, yeah. I. I really want Nikhil Harry to do good, but I think that injury might have just ended his chances here. I don't think so, yeah, just because of how open it is. Pringle said on uh, Tyree Kill's podcast, or Cheetah podcast, I think that's Tyree Kill's podcast. I don't really know for sure. Sounds like it's something that Tyree Kill made. Anyways, Pringle said he wants to be a, uh, all pro. Yeah, no. A pro bowl. Probably. I, can, I don't think it's going to happen, but it, it would be nice. He said he wants to get back to his yak roots. So, uh, that's good. Actually, we if we're, actually, we do game. need yard after catch, so we need a, we need a yard after catch for. There, there will be people that will say he's a yard after catch merchant. Like that's actually good. 
that's what we need because we were dead last in that last year. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyways, wide receiver threes right now listed. Harry is uh one of them. Uh, Pettis is the other. At least like third in the depth chart. Fourth and wide receivers. Uh, Tajay Sharp slash Jazz Newsome are together, and then Isaiah Coulter. And then uh, at the back, Chris Fink, who I guess who is like a, he's the new John Vea Johnson, if you guys remember him, or uh, Rodney Adams. No. Bears <laughs> fans, when when a preseason when a good preseason player is waived. Like, poor guy just had a kid, and you have to wave him after a good preseason. Meanwhile, you have to keep Simba Webster on the roster. Like, think of Simba, he's all the way down buried with Chris Fink, David Moore, and Kevin Shaw. I wonder why. Starting offensive line is Braxton uh, Whitehair. Whitehair actually at left, not right. Schofield's at right. Patrick and um, Reef. Yep. Mustafer's the backup. No, Doug Kramer's behind Mustafer right now. Injustice of the season. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Uh. Second line is Borum. Why the fuck is Lashavius Simmons second line? Mustafer, Jatai Carter, and I haven't heard much of Jatai Carter, but I guess he's doing pretty good if he's all the way if he's above like Zach Tom Thomas or ooh, yeah. And Tevin Jenkins also down there. Third is uh, Julian Davenport, uh, Thomas Kramer, Dieter Isolin, and Sean Coleman. Now we get to tight end. Komet, Ryan Griffin, James O'Shaughnessy, Chase Allen, and Ryson John. Quarterback, Justin Fields, Trevor Simeon, Nathan Peterman. Running back, David Montgomery, Khalil Herbert, Tristan Ebner, Darrington Evans, and Demontre Tuggle. Fullback Kari Blassingame and Jake Tonges, Tones or Tong Tongs Tongs. We'll call him Tongs. The Tong. Defense. Defensive end one. Uh, I'll just go down. I'll, I'll just go down like by defensive ends. So, uh, defensive end one is Robert Quinn, Alkadi Muhammad, Dominique Robinson, and Sam Kamara. Detail injustice of the season. Justin Jones, Kyrus Tonga, Mike Pennell. Angel Blackson currently has a de- uh, starting defensive tackle job, and Tonga doesn't. Pain. Right there. Okay, so uh, after that, uh, Angel Blackson, Micah Dutreadway, Lakeal London, and Trevon Coley. Defensive end, Travis Gibson. I forgot. Oh, I forgot he was on the team. Mario Edwards. Da, 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 da. A lot of people don't know this, but Mario Edwards being signed actually is the reason why we're in this podcast right now. Do not look up Mario Edwards Hotel. I repeat, <laughs> do not look up Mario Edwards Hotel. Yeah, so uh, just a brief history. Uh, so one day I was in freshman year, which was two years ago now, which is insane. Um, I'm almost coming up to two years on the website, so I gotta I gotta make a post about that and all that shit. Anyways, um, so around so that day, um, Mario Edwards signed, and I'm like, 
and I'll, I don't know what popped into my mind, but I'm like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna write an art. I think I had like read like an article or something like from the Bears, and I'm from like the thing, and I'm like, yeah, that sounds like a fun idea. So I just did it one day, and then uh, yeah, that now we're here shit posting on uh, we're shitting on Kindleville Door every uh every other week. <laughs> Thank you, Mario Edwards. What a weird legacy Mario Edwards has started. <laughs> I will, oh, if I'm doing this in, like, 20 years, which I kind of hope I do, that's when I'm, pro- I'm probably going to go into, like, journalism or some shit like that in college. Uh, I will th- I will make sure to thank you, Mario Edwards. Same. I'm running out that course, Carson Taylor and Charles Snowden. I was hoping for Snowden, but, like, he hasn't really impressed. Lime. Yeah. Nicholas Morrow, Jack Sanborn, and DeMarquis Skates. Oh, that's the dude that just signed. Middle linebacker. Oh, yeah. Roquan, who's on PUP. So now we got to see Matt Adams start and Caleb Johnson. Caleb Johnson resurgence. Caleb Johnson season. Dude, everything went to shit after we waved John Alexander. Like, why do we have to get rid of him? Uh, yeah, he was the glue holding this franchise together. Yeah. All right, last linebacker position: Joe Thomas, Noah Dawkins, Javen White. Quarterbacks: We got Jalen Johnson, Tavon Young, Duke Shelley, Greg Sherman Jr., and Thomas Graham, who is all the way back there. And, Again? Well, probably because of injury. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. CB two: Kyler Gordon, Kendall Vildor, Lamar Jackson, Jason Stanley, and Bo Pete Keys. Yes, one of our uh, wide receivers got injured by a fifth-string cornerback. Safeties, Jackson, DeAndre Hughes-Carson, Elijah Hicks, A.J. Thomas. I hope Hicks makes the roster. He seems like such a cool guy. Other safety, Jaquan Brisker, Dane Kruikshank, tight end, uh, special himself. The dude who's randomly been on here for, on this team forever, Michael Joseph and Devontae Harris. Punter, we have Trenton Gill, Roseanne Sekicker, Long Sapper is the GOAT. Um... Holder will be Trenton Gill. Trevor Street backup. Um, Kicker Turner is Clue Herbert. Velas Jones Jr. Is, sec- is second. Then Pringle, then Ebner. Part return, Daz Newsome. So, yeah, we have a reason to keep Daz Newsome on the team now. Velas Jones, once again, second string for returner. And Simba uh, Webster, who I hope to God does not. Right there, uh, we could end this like uh, end this like um, any kind of like, we could do some kind of like like special um outro like all these other podcasts do, um, all these like TV show do, or I think the better option we could end this like um, some TV shows where uh, everything just like seems to end out of nowhere. And everything just cuts at abruptly.